Hi, and welcome to Mousebirds, your family vacation planning experts. Mousebirds is brought to you by the Tomorrowland Travel Authority Vacations Travel Agency. TTA Vacations specializes in helping you plan your Disney, Universal, and Cruise Line vacations. To take advantage of our free planning services, contact us at ttavacations at gmail.com. Our show hosts are your agents. Hi, and welcome to Mousebirds. Your family vacation planning experts. I'm Ron, and I'm here today with my two co-hosts, Laurel and Rachel. Hey, guys. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. Today, we're going to take you around the dining at your Magic Kingdom area resorts. These are your three monorail resorts, the Contemporary, the Polynesian, and the Grand Floridian, as well as the Wilderness Lodge, which you can access by boat from the Magic Kingdom or I think they actually just started the launches from the Contemporary back over there, too. So you've got a lot of options at these. And let's start with the Contemporary. Uh, you've got a bunch of really great table service options here. And let's start at the top with the California Grill. Yes. Uh, it is now mostly prefix meals, but... Uh, we haven't eaten there for this prefix. We've eaten there before several times. And I think everything we had was good, but the star is the view. Yes. You're at the top of the contemporary overlooking the Magic Kingdom. If you're there for fireworks, that's great. If you're there for not fireworks, you can come back up and, and use, use the view. <laughs> use the view for the fireworks. As long as you keep your receipt, they'll let you back up. Yeah, they have an outdoor viewing uh, section that's literally adjacent to the restaurant. And uh, you can just stand up there in a private walk space, which is nice. But it's high-end contemporary American cuisine, steaks, chops, fish, uh, plenty of vegetarian yeah. entrees. Great, great bar. Uh, I think the sushi there was some of the best I've had on proper, some of the best I've had oh, yeah. anywhere. I've seen honestly. people go there just to get sushi. <laughs> They weren't cheap rolls. I mean, these were $25 rolls a but few years large. ago. Yeah. Oh, they were, yeah, like one or two of them was a full meal. I mean, like one of those and an appetizer was probably a full meal. Uh, I really wish they'd bring back brunch. Yes, one day I'm sure the, uh, the brunch will come back. They used to have an all-you-can-eat brunch uh, on, on Saturdays and Sundays with uh, you know, jazz band music, and they had um, uh, um, you know, Bloody Mary bars, and they had uh, like a buffet, and then you'd get like your all-you-can-eat entrees and things. It was great, but one day I'm sure they'll bring it back. Uh, so going downstairs, you probably have the flagship of the character meals with Chef Mickey's in the middle of the Grand Canyon Concourse. It's loud. It's the Fab Five. Uh, it's all, it's the full Fab Five, I believe, right? Yes. I'm a huge fan of this restaurant. I do recognize that there is like a, uh, you know, there's some dichotomy here. There are some people who love it. Some people who really don't love, love it. Um, I love it because I love the cheese factor. I mean, it's the big cheese. But I, uh, I just really enjoy the core theme, which is that Mickey is the chef and he's invited me to his restaurant and I get to meet the chef at the end, you know, during my meal, you know, like that, there's just something kind of fun uh, about that experience. And I actually always enjoyed the, the buffet, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the quality of the food at, at the buffet gotten know. better yeah and, and the last time we were there we went during the pandemic so we actually had a family um I wish style meal. it was actually great we enjoyed it a lot although i do look forward to going back again and doing um uh, the standard buffet again just to see how things are well one thing i really prefer about this family style like that uh or ohana breakfast or just getting served uh your entrees at like topolino is you don't have to worry about missing the characters to go to the buffet. That's true. You make a good point, actually. Um, when we were there last time, Andy had a great time. She was still going through a little bit of fear phase with the the characters. And she had a couple of really great moments. Um, like Pluto, she was so scared. She has like a serious fear of dogs in general. And Pluto was so gentle. And like they recognized clearly that she was a little freaked and, you know, I remember Pluto took her hand in 
their hand and, you know, they gave her a kiss and she warmed up immediately. Like we were like tearing up. And then like the moments we had with Minnie Mouse, which is her favorite, were like, I'm tearing up right now just thinking about it. It was like so magical. <laughs> so, you know, I I recognize that, you know, there is a real 90s cheese factor to this restaurant and I'm there for it. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 good. It's open for breakfast and dinner, lunch sometimes during the holidays. I would definitely recommend breakfast um, just because it is like the standard breakfast fare. It's a lot harder to get it is breakfast because it's a great option if you're starting your day at the Magic Kingdom. Yes. Or sure. you go for a couple hours at Magic Kingdom and catch the end of breakfast, which is actually one thing I would recommend if you can do. Yeah. Because uh, it's a five-minute walk to the Magic Kingdom from there. So that's great. Let's move downstairs to, I think, the newest restaurant on this list, which is going to be Steakhouse 71, which, uh, Rachel, I know you haven't been, but Laurel and I tried on our last trip. Uh, Although Rachel did go to the Wave, the the restaurant that it was prior to becoming uh, Steakhouse 71. It's a It's not... A high-end steakhouse, it's probably just a step above something like an Outback or a Longhorn. I think it would be better than that. But I think it's a step above, but you're not going to get those $60 prime cuts right. here. It's, this is not Yachtsman-level steakhouse for sure. But the but food was good it and it's good. reasonably priced for a steak. Uh, they have a burger at lunch, which I've heard is the best burger on property. We haven't had a chance to get it because we went for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, they'll, they'll, they'll probably let you order it if they can't if they're not too busy and if they have availability at dinner right. but we decided not to i'm actually a fan of the bar and lounge area of this particular restaurant yes. um the lounge space is a, a very good size and there's a lot of seating um our daughter really loved the like the round seats you know they're like just super fun um i think when we were there last time she like made friends pretty much with every single person in the lounge waiting for their table um and uh i really love the lighting in this bar it's kind of like techno lighting um and they serve fishbowl drinks at the bar now i realize that's not for everybody in fact i wouldn't even say shareable drinks are even really a good idea most of the time but <laughs> but but um they're really delicious and i think that the uh creativity in the drinks at this bar yeah. is fun we were really sad to lose the wave it was one of our absolute favorite yeah. restaurants but this really kind of made up. I think yeah, this it's nice. It, change is good. It's not, you know, it's change is hard, but change is good. And I appreciate the theming that they brought to this restaurant. In my opinion, they really honed in on, you know, something that, you know, sort of gets lost a little bit with some of the newer Disney. It's Disney it, themed. It's Disney nostalgia. Themed to like the original Disney World. That's what 71 is for. So it's really good for that. It has beautiful, um, like as you walk into the restaurant, there's like an entire kind of like concourse that you walk through and they have uh, like enlarged photos from the um, groundbreaking. So yeah, like it, it, we enjoy it a lot either way. You have a few quick service options as well. At the pool, you have the Cove Bar and the Sandbar. Pool bars, uh, you know, they're standard sandwiches, hot dogs, burgers, and drinks kind of place. Uh, you have the Contemporary Grounds, which is a Joffrey's Coffee House, right in the Contemporary Lobby. You have the Outer Rim Bar, which is up on the Grand Canyon Concourse, uh, right outside like Chef Mickey's. And then you have a really good quick service with the Contempo Cafe yeah. right up there as well, right outside Chef Mickey's. Uh, good dessert. like Yeah, a lot of dessert straight, options. But a lot of more than just sandwiches and burgers kind of most of the time i've got they have some flatbreads they have a few other good options up there that rotate and this is one that they do change the menu up in general yeah i've gotten food at the contempo cafe multiple times i've also um uh gotten drinks at the outer rim we've had our daughter nap um in the middle of a park day while we were <laughs> in the outer rim because it's nice to get out of the park when you have a baby. it is one of our escapes is to yeah that afternoon if the kid was sleepy we would just walk over there take the monorail over have us have a cocktail and let her nap in a in a nice like a, AC yeah area. yeah in a quiet you know air-conditioned area uh rachel any comments on any of these i have not been to any of these restaurants so unfortunately, I, I don't have any personal experiences, but I watch a lot of vloggers go to these restaurants because they are very popular. 
Um, I can also say that getting reservations for some of those restaurants are also complicated. Um, That's one of the reasons I missed the wave was yeah. it was almost an always available it reservation. Like a secret. <laughs> yes, it was. It was like a secret, a secret Disney hideaway. Steakhouse 71 seems to be a lot more popular. Not yeah, sure. they really pushed it. Um, and the, they really kind of pushed it in particular with really just engaging, I think, people's interest. I mean, they also have the theme, is it like a little bit more Disney-esque versus the wave? So I think naturally people are a little more interested. I, I mean, I've heard that... It's still available more often, like lunch. I know a lot of people will go over from the Magic Kingdom. Yes. Yes, uh, I agree. Chef Mickey's has been on my list for a while. Um, in fact, I actually would have liked to have done Chef Mickey's for Thanksgiving Day for us for dinner. But then when we decided to do... Um, Hollywood Studios for the day, I was like, well, forget it. Obviously, better choices can be yeah. made. Um, no, it's, but it's I, definitely worth doing. I, I think it's one of those rite of passage kind of restaurants at some point for a yeah. lot of people. The last time um, we went, Andy had such a good time. She got a chef mini. Well, it's not really chef. I guess she's like a waitress mini. That's a chef got- outfit, isn't it? Yeah, she's got a little apron. Yeah, she has a tote bag. That's right. So she has a chef midi uh, plush. So this is one of the things that, like, I kind of love now is they have some of the restaurants that have the different Fab Five, like with their special costumes. You can get the plush and the costume. Like at Topolinos, you can do the same. So there's like it's kind of like a commemorative experience. I went to Chef Mickey's and I got this mini. You know, like. (laughs) Um. All right, so let's take the monorail over to the next stop at the Polynesian. Now, I think we're all more familiar with a lot of these uh, options. We're all let's a, start a with a little poly obsessed. Let's start with <laughs> Ohana. Uh, for breakfast, you have a character meal with Stitch, Lilo, Pluto, and Mickey in a Hawaiian shirt. Uh, standard breakfast fare, but they're going to bring it out to you, and it's not a buffet. Dinner is a completely is like a Brazilian steakhouse style where they just come by with meat on skewers, throw them on your plate. You get some uh, you get appetizer it. options and some side options that they bring in like uh, family style bowls. Uh, no characters, but there's oftentimes some entertainment. Uh, I've been there with, they've had kids racing or like with coconuts somehow around the restaurant. And then they had Oh, like a ukulele player. Uh, your mileage may vary with that these days, uh, whether that's there. It's a really tough reservation to get, but it's another one I do recommend you try to. I know, Rachel, you guys are going for breakfast next week. Yes, we are. Well, not next week, yeah, the week after next. Um, yes, we are doing Ohana breakfast again because according to my husband, our last experience was just not good enough. So now we have to do it again to make sure that <laughs> we get a better experience. No, he just wants stitch. He wants just wants to see stitch again. Yes, yes. He felt he felt that our meal was very rushed because oh, yeah. of the circumstances that the the restaurant was very behind, and we had to get in and then get out because we had to catch a flight. So they were probably by the time that we got into a table, they were about an hour and fifteen minutes behind. That's, that's reservations. a lot. For that restaurant that can be a problem with some of, yes. the, a lot of these not yes. just not just ohana although i don't i think that's abnormal i think waiting a half hour is not abnormal i think an hour or almost an hour and a half is really abnormal yes but, i don't know what was going on that day but it was definitely something that was very challenging so um we ended up just wandering about the resort quite a bit uh, in fact, Pluto was out doing meet and greets uh, in front of Ohana. So we just kind of went and, did, and met Pluto a couple of times and just kind of hung out with Pluto. Uh, I went over to the Kona Cafe and I think we actually got coffee over at their little, they have a little quick service stand next to the Kona Cafe. Um, and we just got coffee while waiting. Like, it's not like we couldn't find things to do with ourselves. It was just really more the fact that we were like, on a time crunch so by the time we did get seated we basically had less than at less than an hour to eat and get the characters in yeah. before we had to really hoof it and get out of there so yeah. and 
and for everyone who's listening, Stitch is our uh, brother-in-law, Casey's favorite character. There's few options for meeting Stitch in the entirety of Disney World. This is like the one secure <laughs> option. So, you know, I can see why Casey insists you have to go again. You know, and, and Stitch Waffles, you know, I, I get yeah. it. Is, is this the first time Fitz is going to go? Yes, this will be his his yeah. first Aquana experience. I, I personally have never really understood the big deal about Ohana dinner. Um, I know a lot of people really rave about a few specific things on their menu, but I have never been interested in going to there for dinner. I think maybe because it just seems like way too much food. Um, and so I, I don't think that As I would. Face do. I know. Like, I, I just don't think I would enjoy myself. <laughs> But you know, I will say it's it's good. It's not a. It used to be amazing. Yeah, I think. But the, it's so yeah, good. Yeah. Um. But if I was choosing a dinner option these days, I just for the ease of getting the reservation and the cost, I'm going to go next door to Kona, which is the next thing on our list. I agree. Open lunch, dinner, breakfast. Uh, famous for their Tonga toast at breakfast, which is like a stuffed French toast. Uh kind of a pan like a pseudo asian cuisine mm-hmm. but still accessible uh it's a good restaurant usually a fairly easy reservation to get they have the island where you can get coffee as a coffee shop and sit at the bar and get sushi or appetizers mm-hmm. um this is a good it's last a con- minute yeah. that we do a lot it is a consistent restaurant as well Yes. Um, you know, in terms of quality and uh, and and you know, and expectations there, being, there is really lovely ambiance there too. It, it it feels quick, but you have such a great view of the center of the of the hotel, uh, of the lobby that you really just kind of can't help but just really enjoy being there. I agree. Um, the last time I ate there was really interesting. This was like another experience where clearly uh timing was just not on our side um right after we sat down for our meal at kona cafe that's when we found out that our cruise that we were about to hop on our disney cruise had, had, was going to be delayed so at that point you shouldn't eat at the polynesian anymore i, I know <laughs> i know and so we're sitting there and we're like huh i wonder what that means delayed what do you mean the cruise is delayed and so um Within like 10 minutes, of course, our, our agent, you know, our, our travel agent, this was like what year, like years ago. So like before we became travel agents um, that, you know, actually messaged us to let us know. Ironically, we kind of already knew what was going on because, you know, thank you, Twitter, um, you know, the pre current Twitter days. Um, and uh, it, uh, it, you know, obviously we knew that there were problems. So we were not in a hurry. We were certainly not in a hurry. In a rush this time. Yes, we were definitely not rushing our Kona breakfast. We were like, I'm eating this Tonga uh, toast as slow as possible. That was pretty much it. I was enjoying my Pog juice, my Kona coffee, and my Tonga toast. Oh, we should talk about the, the coffee. Kona coffee is a press pot coffee. There's yes, a, yeah, absolutely yeah. delicious. It's we, probably the best coffee. Yes, we've talked about how we are the Disney coffee connoisseurs. We know where the best coffee is, and this is it. And sometimes they will bring it to you if they can. You can order it special. It's not the included coffee at Ohana, but they will add it on to your tab if they can. I was about to say that Don't yeah, always... you, yeah, you can't expect it to be served at Ohana. You have to ask for the Kona blend. But you could also just go over to the island and get a cup mm-hmm. of coffee, which is honestly a good thing. And like, Do they sell the coffee there like as beans yes. or browns? Yes, you can buy it in the stores there. Which by, which, by the way... You know, if you if you really are into merchandise, right? Disney merchandise. Oh yeah. Part of the reason that the Polynesian Hotel is also such a great resort, they have some of the most unique merchandise that you can get um, at the resorts. So, in my opinion, I always find stuff. So many things I want to buy there, and then I have oh, to. Yeah. Just, well, yeah. you love beach, Rachel. Like, if there was a job <laughs> for beach, Rachel would that would be her job. <laughs> I'm like I'm like the beach bar. I beach. (laughs) What do you do, Ken? I beach. (laughs) Okay. Um, So there's also two pool bars. Uh, There's the Oasis Bar and Grill at the Quiet Pool and the Barefoot Pool Bar at the Main Pool. Once again, pool bar kind of food. Uh, 
what what's the bar that's next to Ohana? The Tambo Lounge. Tambo Lounge is great. Uh, also a nice, nice. You can order lounge. sometimes some of the a la carte items. From um, they, Ohana, they, particularly the banana bread. Pudding. I was about to say that. So it's not always on the menu. Um, the last time I was there, I had to actually special order it, and they did bring me, uh, the the bread pudding service from Ohana's. And um, man, like that was nuts. I had a lapu lapu and the bread pudding yes. service by myself. That was way too much for me. But, but that lapu, you got to be careful with that. <laughs> but but the bread pudding there really is probably one of the better desserts you'll have. Um, there's just something about that particular sauce with that particular baked good product. It's just, it is really a scrumptious, delightful dish. In with fact, ice cream. Yes, it it it, it is the hot and the cold yeah. together. <laughs> there's just something really great about it and then washing it down with that lapu lapu or that back scratcher if you so choose i've gotten both although i would always choose the lapu lapu just because it goes a lot further for me sure. but speaking of drinks the i think for a lot of people one of the jewels of the polynesian is trader sam's yes. frog grotto trader sam's. and the tiki terrace or whatever it's called on the outside which is the outside part of the bar we don't get any of the special effects or anything, but you get the same drinks. So it's a tiki bar. Uh, opens at four. I believe kids are allowed until eight. Uh, there's several drinks on the menu that if you order, the entire staff and half the guests will get in on the action. There's drinks that come with flame. There are drinks that uh, the lights dim and the... Tiki got us. Oa starts a chant. Oa, 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 There's an Oa. animatronic giant squid if someone orders the Nautilus. Dive, dive. There, there's just too many of these drinks to mention. <laughs> there's seats that the bartenders can trigger to start slowly lowering if they see, like, if they want to <laughs> mess with guests. The, the black pearl, the black pearl, and the white pearl. The white, yeah. You're so lucky to get a black pearl. One in 50, I believe, is the black pearl. Uh, it's famous for <laughs> you can order the drinks with or without the, oh, the special mugs. tiki mugs. Yeah. Uh, some of them are great to have. I still want a Nautilus. Maybe this trip, if I get over there, I will because I've never. It's a drink for three. Not that that's a problem for some people, but. I I, I I'm pretty sure I drank that whole thing almost by myself. I don't think they're they're not full scorpion. Yeah, bottles. yeah. It's basically I mean, a double cocktail, really, more than anything. I mean, I I I wouldn't have purchased the the Nautilus myself. It didn't seem like the kind of drink that I was going to be interested in. But you know, because my husband husband is obsessed with that movie, we could we couldn't not get it. Listen, <laughs> I split, I split one with my friend who wanted the yeah yeah wanted the thing. Um, and then he... I I think the best part about that drink though is the straws that they use for it really cracked me up. Um, it's you know they don't they didn't get like long straws. They basically took straws and stuck them into each other. Yeah, I I was like, really, (laughs) because they them to be longer because of the the style of the glass. The staff there is what makes this bar fun, and they they really love and get into it. But I've also been there where if you have a crowd that's not into the antics, yeah, if your crowd is dead, quiet night. Now, if you want a quiet night, go out to the patio. Uh, you don't get you. They, you can't normally get the tiki mugs. They'll they'll work around with you if they can. Sometimes they do have um like some kind of musician on the patio in the evenings before the fireworks will you know start. But it's a lot. It's the patio is three times the size of the bar. Really, you um, can also get a Dole Whip not too far. Yeah, like basically well, around that space. That. So, yeah, yeah, and you have access to the two quick service places, which are Captain Cook's might be the best hotel quick service. That's not a like full uh, food court. Couldn't think of the word. Uh, the Thai curry meatballs or whatever they are is one yeah, of my apps. I was going to say that the menu at this quick service is phenomenal. It's unlike any other quick service on property. And then right next to that, you have the pineapple and I, which is Dole Whip, which will sometimes have unique flavors of Dole yep. Whip you can't get yeah. anywhere on property. Sometimes special cones, things like you that. You can get the alcoholic, you can get a Dole Whip alcoholic float here. Uh, so 
Polynesian has a lot of great, great options that I think I have been to every single one and would in the hands down, if someone said, hey, we're going, you want to come? I would say yes, more than any other resort. I would say it's it's a, it, a many of these restaurants are ones we have repeated over and over again over the years, just because, again, there's consistency and there's quality. If I was feeling, on a, I would actually leave the Magic Kingdom to come over to Captain Cook's on a really busy day if I just wanted to relax a bit for lunch. It's that well, good. I think you also kind of called it. The Poly- The reason why so many people love the Polynesian Resort, aside from the amazing food, it it is a true resort where you feel like you have, you have made an escape. Like mm-hmm. you have escaped reality and I am now in a relaxed state of mind just by the pure fact that I am in the presence of a uh, relaxing Polynesian uh, style facility. Like you actually kind of feel like you've been transported sometimes to, to Hawaii or something like an, an exotic Island because of just the styling and the way that you feel in that resort, even the smells like you're in an exotic Island had to work from home. I think Laurel was at the Magic Kingdom and I just sat, I went back and forth between the uh, the out the patio and getting some AC in the lobby, just working from home that day there. Uh, and it's the ambience just made the day go great. Uh, you know, don't work at Disney if you don't have to, but there's something came up and I just had to be there for a full like eight hours just hanging out around that the Magic Kingdom area. Uh, working so it was great for that uh all right one more uh stop on the monorail and we're going to go to the grand Floridian disney's flagship resort with probably their flagship restaurant with victoria and albert's uh laurel and i ate there almost a decade ago now one of the best meals i've ever had in my life actually it was only about eight years but (laughs) Yeah, I guess that sounds right. Uh, the price has doubled since then. So this is a fancy restaurant. It say is, the word fancy. There are three options. Minimal. <laughs> you have you start with a seven course meal, mm-hmm. uh, which is I think about two twenty five, two fifty now. It was about one thirty when we went that long ago. So when it came back from the pandemic, they raised the price about a hundred dollars just over the course of it coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know why? Because it sells out every night. It does. And I think uh, it also was went, impacted by supply well, chain. Well, no, it's also if you went to a restaurant like this, it was a value at one twenty five. Because if you went to one of these restaurants in Boston or New York that gave you this, you know, seven course meal doesn't even count the amuse bouche and the bread service, the three different bread services they give you. Uh, you were paying two hundred yeah. bucks in a major city, and it is one of the places that I will say the like. Not just good for Disney World, but legitimately some of the best food you will ever have in your it, life. Isn't it Michelin star? Uh, no, it's a triple A five diamond. That's right. That's what it is. Uh, but the I had the turbo there, which was an upcharge on our meal. And still one of the, the best piece of fish I've ever had in my life. It is dress code required. Yes. Uh, jacket. Now that you need a tie, maybe there's, but if you go to the, Upcharge, there is the Queen Victoria room, which is a 10-course meal, and there's usually only like eight seats in there all night. Yeah. The main dining room has like an early service and a late service, so you can get, but you're still spending two and a half hours in there no matter what. And, and they have a chef's table as well. And they have a chef's table, which is, I think, about 400 a person, which I definitely think would be worth it because it is, it's 13 courses, but that's not it. There's something else the chef wants, like, here, I made a little bit of extra for everybody to taste. Yeah. It is a, an amazing place for a party. It has been on my bucket list with my friends for years. Uh, and that is a one per night kind of thing. Uh, I can't say good enough things about this restaurant, except, you know, the price. That hike hurt. Yeah. But it didn't make it a bad value. It just made it not a great it, it, it's really like one of those like once in your disney lifetimes kind of experiences because <laughs> like, it is pretty pricey we went for our first anniversary you know what we're coming up on our 10th i would consider it again for something like that but it's a big it's <laughs> it's for those big events it's not some place you're going to go every trip honestly 
when it was 125, I think some people did go every trip, but. But yeah. Uh, well, I think that they did the similar price hike with the new restaurant on uh, the Wish Ship. Mm -hmm. um, was it called? In, in that price range too, yeah. Uh, is it called Enchantment? Is that the restaurant? Enchante. Enchante, excuse me. Enchante. I feel like I was so close. Um, so th that's what I heard too when it comes to the pricing. It's like a seven course meal and they basically charge two, like 200 and I think 200 plus per person. Yeah, it's very similar to Paolo in mm -hmm. the same time. Not Paolo, uh, Remy. Remy, yes. So it's yes. very like that, but you don't get that slight knockdown for being on the cruise. Yeah. It's yes, basically exactly. like exactly it's their version of fine dining and like ron said you know dress code is pretty much in all of these restaurants but Rainy, they're, they're, you if know, you're at the chef table they're gonna let like they're gonna make you they're gonna tell you when you're in there take off your jacket relax stuff like that they're not gonna do that in the main dining room yeah but uh really even the coffee they had the the coffee came out was a gravity coffee maker that they brew at the table that was fun it was they it was also fantastic. have their own uh bottled water they give you rose. They gave ro Laurel Rose to take home. They give they have a water menu. They give you chocolates to take home. Yes, there's like a little gift box of chocolates that you bring, and then sadly, my one complaint was the Scotch selection was so kind of weak. But I'm a little demanding on my yes. whiskey selection. I had a great. Uh, they have great cocktails. Uh, their own special drink menu as well. You can also do um, a wine flight that goes with your meal. Um, yeah, there's wine add-ons to all, and they're, I think, another $100, $150, something in that range. Which, given the actual wines, those are half pours that Split you get. one with somebody. Yeah, but, but given... you want to be gone. Right, but given the prices of some of the wines that are part of these flights, it's actually a pretty and good And they deal. will let you split one of the wine. Uh, yeah, that's true. Because they know it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Victorian Alberts. There's two other kind of signature fancy restaurants. Citrico's kind of American, little Mediterranean inspired. Uh, it's changed since it came back. It's now got like a Mary Poppins, yeah, decor. It uh, has a, a lot of and florals and. So the in the middle of it. It has a new. It has a Mary Poppins decor since it came back. Uh, haven't eaten there since it came back, so I really can't speak to. It's kind of a whole new menu. It looks beautiful, though. I actually was commenting about how I kind of wanted to check it out on this trip. I don't okay. know if we're going to have time to go to dinner, but if we get over to the Grand Floridian at all, I, I might say we need to go over and check out at least the bar. Get a bar appetizer kind of thing. Excuse me. I, I don't I don't want to go to Citricos. I want to go to Narcosis. Narcosis is the one that has the brand new menu, too, that I, I'm more interested in. Never mind. You keep yeah, that, I think that either just came back or was just about to come back. Uh, so haven't Narcosis, Narcosis came back like a couple of months ago. Okay. Um, but they, it, but and it's like a, a full brand new changed menu. I don't know though that Citricos, right? Huh? Still a seafood forward menu. It, it, it yes, it, it yes seafood and steaks. Um, but I think it's also intending to be a somewhat Mediterranean style restaurant as well. So that took over because that used to be the more Florida focus with Citrico's used to be more Mediterranean. So now they kind of flip flop yeah. a little bit. But I didn't know that Citrico's changed their decor to be more yeah. like Poppins. That's, oh, yeah. That's they're really pretty. Like there's a lot of florals. There's like these gold plated kind of things everywhere. It was actually very warm. Way and it was supposed to be like the Victorian Alberts at some, some name based on Victorian Alberts. But that that plan went away. Um, that was all supposed to be, because the Grand Floridian is going through somewhat of a transformation right now. Uh, the lobby is still a mess, or just finished up being a mess, really, uh, as they've been refurbishing some of the rooms and stuff like that. They got, they just changed the, a couple years ago, right before the pandemic, they got rid of their lobby bar and put uh, the Enchanted Rose, which is a Beauty and the Beast inspired bar uh, which was had some uh, like they do tableside cocktails, uh, wines where you can pay by the ounce because it's got a good wine bar. Uh, it's for a lobby bar, it's expensive even by Disney standards. Uh, but it's interesting. It's got some theme, but it's not a bar I would hang out at again. 
So just kind of going back to Citricos for a minute and just explaining where it is physically in the resort. Um, Second floor in the main building. Right. But there are um, really nice views outside, like like one entire side of the restaurant is along the windows. And it looks out on like the pool. Exactly. So it it does have a a nice view and there's a lot of lights, very warm, um, a lot of little, a lot of bright colors. It has a very contemporary, but like fantastical kind of interior now with all of the the decor very and Edwardian flow yeah and that's a good way to describe. but a little more whims a little whimsy to that's it, it. yeah a little whimsical than more than it certainly was before uh there's one more table service restaurant which is uh kind of the more casual which is a grand Floridian cafe uh kind of florida inspired dishes but it's still just kind of basic southern and americana food uh, it's another one that's great if you want to get out of the Magic Kingdom for a cup, for an hour and go over. Uh, the food's always been very good. It's a consistent restaurant. We've eaten there at least once, maybe. Uh, no, we've been there a few times. Yeah, at right? least a couple times. Um, we have friends who stay at the Grand Floridian a lot. That's where the Because <laughs> that's where is. they have their DVC. So we've actually visited several times and ended up eating there. I'm pretty sure Andy's first like Disney cupcake was Disney at... Or a cupcake. Yeah, yeah. we... I don't remember like if this was our adoption trip. It was trip. the adoption trip, yeah. Was it? Okay. We I remember we were there and they were like, Oh, you guys celebrating? We we're like, Yeah, like we're we just adopted. And they like brought out this big cupcake for Andy to smash herself. It was her with. first cupcake ever. So that was her first Disney. Yeah. And I just I will always remember the look on her face when she first got that icing in her mouth at like because we didn't let her eat the cupcake because oh, she true. was only like eight months old. So we just gave her a little bit of the icing. That's her first like real sugar push. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really smart for us. But yeah, no, that was a good time. And and it's always a good restaurant. Generally, it's not um, too hard to get a reservation as like a last minute reservation. Uh, they have their two pool bars. They have the courtyard pool bar at the main pool and the mm-hmm. beaches pool bar at the DVC adjunct pool. Uh, and then they have the Gasparilla Island Grill, which is their quick service which has actually got some decent options. We've gotten pretty good things over there over the years. Um, oftentimes I'll go there and get like a pastry kind of like something for dessert. I've gotten uh, things to go multiple times. So they still have the fireworks cruises that launch over there. So the Gasparilla Grill is not too far off from there. So you can always get something like to go if you want and bring it on the boat. Which is what I did. <laughs> um, but there are two restaurants that are still missing from Rio, from the parks reopening. We're hoping they both come back. Uh, you know, what I've heard is it's because they've been doing so much work. The the restaurants haven't reopened. We don't know if they're going to reopen as they were or reopen as something new. There was the Garden View Tea Room, oh, which yes. used to have regular tea and princess tea. And that was on your bucket list. It has been on my bucket list for years. Um, I wanted desperately to bring Andy I just was hoping by that this time after the pandemic, it would have reopened, but it still hasn't. And obviously we're going during the Christmas season. So it's certainly not going to be open during that time because of the uh, gingerbread house and all that stuff. Um, But, and then of course, 1900 park fair hasn't reopened. No, which was our absolute favorite. The best character character meal on property. Yeah. It's just a fun, fun place. And I really desperately I, hope yeah. it comes back i really hope that it comes back it will be a joyous occasion when it does rachel did you ever eat at 1900 park fair i did i, I really loved it I, I enjoyed it a lot we did an early morning breakfast uh while you know right before going over to the magic kingdom um i think my only issue is that the characters are so fun and interactive at that meal that they take a while Mm-hmm. to get through the room yes so so for me i i felt like i was trying to get myself to the park and i only, I just really wanted to meet every single one of those characters so i ended up having to wait a little bit longer than even whenever i was done eating just to make just to catch them because i was like well i've got i had this breakfast and and i'm i'm ready to go to the theme park now but but they're taking forever to get to my table. So I just, you know, had to to wait and be patient and just, but I remember we were there for, for a little bit. I want to say like an hour and a half. Yeah. It's not, a, it was not a quick meal. So it's, it's definitely not a quick meal, 
But Laurel, I will say this. If the tea room is not back next time, we're just going to have to take a day and go to the Ritz-Carlton. We're just going <laughs> to have to do it. That's it. But the Prince's tea was what, like, there was a prince the so that, that's it. come out. Yeah. There was a parade. They got, like, dolls. They do storybooks, like, time. Oh, that's right. And there was, like, a gift box of, like, a ton of stuff though. that your kid would get. Um, yes, definitely an expensive It was experience. the only meal where, like, the kids were, like, 100 bucks, but the parents it were sounds, It sounds just like what they do on the cruise ship. Very now. similar. Yes, it is very similar. Um, um, although, uh, truth be told, the cruise ship experience doesn't get extremely good reviews. It gets modest reviews. Um, but, you know, the one at Grand Floridian got amazing reviews. <laughs> I think just because it's such an upcharge on the cruise as opposed to just being something you pay for a la carte that you're not already paying for well, experiences, it, it, what I get is it, kind of the difference. All right, let's get so let's right. move down to our final uh resort. resort. The Wilderness Lodge is probably my favorite resort to just walk around, but it's got some great food options too. Uh start with Artist Point, which is now Storybook Dining at Artist Point. You've eaten there, Rachel, but we haven't eaten since the change. Yes, tell us about it. Oh, I thought it was great. I really liked it. Um, the Artist Point experience is of course a prefix meal now um and you get to meet uh grumpy dopey and uh the the wicked queen uh and snow white but what i think my favorite part of the whole experience is of course the way that you know they present everything to you and and then when you go up and you have your your presentation with the queen you know you bow and you curtsy and and then you do your pictures and everything. And she's, she, of course, is a fantastic character. Um, but it's also the lighting that they've done in the room. Um, anytime the Wicked Queen enters the space, it's almost like lightning and thunder occurs. Oh, there's like the a space. light show? Yes. Oh. So the entire uh, restaurant above your tables basically feels like you're inside a forest. So it's like you're in an enchanted forest and there's trees and there's lights all inside all the trees. And so the lights change in the trees throughout your meal. And uh, and anytime, anytime man is in the forest. So like once in a while, something like that will occur, like something weird, like kind of like the Bambi concept, something weird will occur. Well, suddenly like, you know, lightning, thunder, cackles, and then suddenly- Yes, that's what I mean. Like things, things will happen, and then suddenly Grumpy will appear. So it's just you know they anytime a character makes an entrance in the room. Entrance. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but that to me was the best part was how they were just using the space to its full capacity. Another part to the meal that also was really quite magical is they use this really interesting teardrop style tray that they use to display the food when they bring it to your table oh yes it's a it's an interesting uh type of a lazy susan of sorts but it's like a several layers of lazy susans and you spin them that's and, different. yes and they look like leaves and it's again one of those like moments from like man they just really went all out with this restaurant so wow. with the feeling we need to go back. We really liked Artist Point before the transformation. Well, I know some of the menu items are the same. Like We've talked about doing this meal with Andy, but... It's a know, hard one to get. Well, it is hard to get. That is true. But Andy also only just learned about Snow White recently. We did watch, uh, Frank, strangely enough, the whole movie, which I thought she was going to get scared. She never even asked me to fast forward. Um, but, you know, she just doesn't do so great with certain characters i i just don't think she would do well with the dwarves and i honestly Definitely don't think she'd do well with the queen i honestly think she would not do well with the queen either the queen still freaks me out yeah she freaks you out well that says a lot um so yeah i i i think i do want to go here for sure when maybe she's just a little older and is a little more you know ready for characters but the Territory Lounge, the bar attached here, it was one, always been one of my favorites. And you could still get a few of those items from the menu there, like that mushroom soup. Oh, yeah. Is one of the most amazing things I've yeah. ever had. It's good stuff. Um, 
still in the lobby, if you want a little bit more of a raucous meal, you've got Whispering Canyon Cafe, which is mostly a family-style barbecue place with a lot of shtick. And that shtick is kind of, to some people, annoying. Off-putting? Um, <laughs> they will, you know, there's calls for ketchup, there's horse races, there's a joke if you order too many... If you order too many soda refills, they're just going to bring you a like a giant, giant yeah. like gallon jug, which I actually appreciate because I drink a lot of soda. If you ask for like only half of a glass of a refill, they bring you a, the tiniest little cup you've ever seen. Um, but I, I, you it's, know, it's barbecue skillets. Breakfast is the same thing. It's family style. Yeah, and there are entrees you could get, and you, there's a couple different skillets if people don't want pork or they want a vegetarian. There's different options for it, uh, but that's mostly what they have. And mostly it's loud. This is not a quiet restaurant. Yeah. Uh, and it is exposed to the lobby. So, you know, it's not like super private. And I enjoy it. Laurel doesn't. Let's be, that's our big. <laughs> well, there's a couple of things here. Um, I'm not a huge fan of barbecue in general. I, it's just not like the thing that I typically, you know, lean towards for food. Um, so I oftentimes end up getting something like macaroni and cheese or like a vegetarian dish, you know, and again, this is you go here for the barbecue. The other thing is I have been the person that had to move all the ketchup and I didn't even ask for the ketchup in that, that time. And I still had to move the ketchup. So it's not fun. I, I don't think it's fun. I don't want to stop my meal to move 50 bottles of ketchup from one table to another. And I realized like you can, you can ask them to lighten up on the shtick. Um, but you know, I, I don't know if I, for me, I prefer the shtick at like fifties primetime cafe. Like I'm fine with removing my elbows from the table. I, I just don't like, the idea of any word or thing I say being turned against me. <laughs> Does that make sense? Anyway. Rachel, what do you I think? I recommend it. <laughs> what do you think about this restaurant? I have not been to that restaurant where I had to experience the shtick. Um, the only time I've eaten there was during a, a, a VIP tour. And because it was a private tour, we there was nobody else eating in the restaurant when we were there. Wow. We did the same tour, and we had a lot of the shtick in the middle of the day. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but that, there was something was weird or off that day. I wonder if maybe we were like really early for our meal, or maybe really late. So somehow there was just no other guests there. Or like th there were definitely, of course, waiters and they did a smidge amount of, of shtick, but literally bare minimum. They really did not go all out or anything. Sounds awesome. <laughs> but, that, but that's what I mean. It, it just really wasn't very, it wasn't what I was expecting. And it, and I think it was because we were in a, a group, we were in a, a specific tour group. And so they really just didn't spend a whole lot of time with us once like the food platters were bought. I didn't even get to choose what I wanted to eat. They just brought out a ton of platters of food. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, they asked me in advance. And then I was like, do you have the vegetarian option? Because I, you know, and they were like, yeah, we can bring you that. I was like, this was before we even got there. So I don't know. I think it's just but that tour a lot with can tours. change. They don't do that tour anymore in general, but that tour can change like schedules so you might have been we were there right at lunch you might have been there early or late uh, well i swear our tour ended way too soon uh, i still remember like thinking to myself i thought this was supposed to be a seven hour tour and it ended up only being like six hours so i don't really know what you know ended up happening on that particular tour but that's the only experience i have at that restaurant so i don't personally feel like i need to go back to that restaurant but i do know that a lot of people really enjoy that restaurant yeah, a lot of and, people do enjoy and our, our mom and sister allison went there recently and they really enjoyed it and my mom's vegan so you know like uh i mean she eats meat but she <laughs> sorry i sorry i should say she's mostly vegan no she's just dairy she will, free laurel like she just okay let's be vegan. let's be a little clear she's dairy free gluten free sugar free Okay. She eats meat. That's one of the few specific <laughs> things she eats, Laurel. 
Well, either way, she really enjoyed it, and she didn't have a problem with the shtick. And I'm like, man, all right, some people. It's actually great for groups, is what I would really recommend here more than anything. That is else. true. That is, I would, I could see going with a large group and like probably enjoying the shtick more. Like I said, you know, uh, you have uh, one more. Yeah, the pool bar here is Geyser Point, which is oh, a lot yeah. more than a regular pool bar. Uh, I really like the food here. It's worth going over just for the food. And they have like a quick servicey kind of side, which is more closer to a, the pool bar. We, we've eaten her but they have a the table service bar area that uh, is really good. And then their quick service option is actually pretty good too. Yeah, over Roaring, at Roaring, Roaring Fork. Fork. Uh, so I, you know, once again, really great options all around here. Not quite as many as you're going to get. It's actually not Polly. as it's not as large as a couple of the other resorts, but it you know I think the quality of the restaurants is high in general. Yeah. So that's it uh, for our trip around uh, the Seven Seas Lagoon and Bay Lake for uh, dining. So uh, thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, if you're interested in staying at any of these resorts, please contact our travel agent sponsor, Tomorrowland Travel Authority Vacations, uh, ttavacations at gmail.com, and you'll get one of us as your agents. We are a fee-free agency. Uh, we get paid by Disney, not you, so no extra cost to book through us, and you get uh, a lot of extra service. Uh, so on behalf of our sponsors, myself, Laurel, and Rachel, Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Mousebirds and have a good night. Have a good night. See you real soon.